Your soul is happy because its light is being seen and shared. Your knowledge, your bright love and light is being shared. The soul wants to share its light. Hi everyone, my name is Alicia Power. Thank you for joining us on this podcast called We're Open. I'm a spiritual teacher and I've been a spiritual teacher for about 40 years, long time in my spiritual journey. And joining me today is my dear friend, my longtime friend, Claudine Grimwood, who is early in her learning curve around spirituality. And she's so passionate about learning and it's such a joy to have her with me today. I'm just gonna bring her in. Hello, Hello. <laughs> such a joy, honestly, it's such a joy for us to hang out together and just explore these subjects together. Um, and these questions that people are sending in, and they're all really, really important questions. And that's what this yes. podcast is about, just to have a little bit of fun and just to bring these questions forward and kind of look at them and, and let my maybe my spirit guides talk a little bit about them and you talk about what you feel about these questions. So what should we, how should we start? Which question should we choose to start with? I've got another really good question today for you. Um, this one's from Nancy. Nancy asks, what is my soul's purpose for being here? I keep asking. So thank mm. you, Nancy. Yes. What is my soul's purpose for being here? Gosh, that's just, it's such a that's huge a question. <laughs> It's isn't a loaded it? question, isn't it? I know. What comes to mind for you, Claudine, when somebody says something like that to you? What is my soul's purpose for being here? Because a lot of people talk about life purpose and being on track with their life purpose. But this wonderful person, Nancy, is yeah. asking my soul's purpose. What comes yeah, up for you? Yeah, it's interesting because I guess I've, I often think of both the same, life and soul. So, And I, I think that question to me, it evolves. Um, as I get older, um, mm -hmm. and I've, I'm sort of at this stage feeling that I'm here to learn. I'm seeking um, learn about spiritual development and pass on the knowledge, help others. Um, I'm here to help my family. But I just think that evolves the more we learn about ourselves. So you said a really quite a key thing there, and that's really interesting. I think everybody watching this will will just go, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the older you get, your thoughts about life purpose and, and soul purpose, the two of them come a little bit closer together, don't they, think? Like they that, do, thought, I think. that thought of soul purpose, life purpose. Yeah, because you're getting wiser, hopefully, as you get older. And... Um... <laughs> And you start to feel closer to why you are here. Um, and as I said, yeah, I just feel it's I'm seeking, I'm seeking knowledge, spiritual development, helping others. And I think that's your life and your sole purpose for me uh, is one and the same. So I totally, totally get that. I totally understand what you're saying there. And there's a lot of people watching this who are going to be noticing even as we're talking about it is that um, as those years roll on they you get more and more serious about your soul purpose and even the fact that you are a soul in this physical human life and 
or even having a question about that. And some people might even be thinking, what's the difference between a life purpose and a soul purpose? Isn't that, I just, to me, that's a really fun question. It's a really like, is it, is it splitting hairs? You know, are we kind of um, talking about the same thing kind of thing? It so, is. It you know. is. I guess, yeah, I, I guess to ask you, is there, is there a difference? Mm. And, you know, what I would do is just straight away go to my spirit guides who I chat to really easily in my mind and have for a long time, many, many decades. So they're saying there's a huge difference. That's wow. just really quick. Yeah. They're saying just really quickly, they're saying that the human personality self has got a lot of passions, has got a lot of drive, it's got sometimes has a lot of motivation. So they, they're making making a difference between the human personality self and the soul. And they're saying actually there's really quite a few different drivers, meaning quite a few different motivations around what the soul's motivation is and what the human motivation is right. for, life, for life and for what you do in life. My spirit guides are saying that the human you um, if somebody, if, if we're going to get a little bit psychic and woo-woo here, the human you is connected to its genetic heritage. So your grandfather, your great-grandfather, what their um, passions were can sometimes come through your genetics. Absolutely. Like people can become doctors, medical doctors, because they've got this genetic heritage from, or teachers or whatever passion people from from your physical um, ancestry you know it can it can get brought through it's really fascinating like people we all know that sometimes somebody like three generations down can look like the spitting image of you know of someone somebody. from way back yeah <laughs> and um so the same thing with feelings interestingly the dna brings through passions and feelings and um, sometimes even actually traumas, <clears throat> you know, that, that actually impacted mm. somebody like way back yes, in your ancestral line, you know, in your genetics. So my spirit guides are saying this is, this is it's so fascinating that in your life you can be really drawn to be an artist or drawn to be a musician or drawn to be in the medical field or, you know, who knows, or research or just the way that the brain uh worked for somebody in your ancestry can kick in for you in this lifetime so that's that is interesting so that's a, a really big distinction around your feelings of what's driving you and what your passion focuses are right um and then there's the soul and that my spirit guides are saying that the soul has got it's like oil and water almost completely different can have very different drives and very different um very different, a sort of a different setup, a different design. And they're also telling me that the soul, because I'm, I work with the world of spirit and, you know, work professionally as a psychic, I'm very aware that we are a soul that, and that our soul moves in and out of human incarnations, in and out of like human lifetimes. So they're, they're just saying right now that um, the soul hold of patterns of what it had experienced in other life human lives so 
you've got this thing of the human patterns of the human ancestry and then you've got your soul ancestry which is really interesting right so two different um energies that are playing in together in this lifetime so what so, do we do do, do we align those two energies up alicia well it's a fascinating mix and all of us play with this like we've just been watching the tennis like the australian open and yeah and just that kind of incredible commitment that those guys and those people have got those men and women have got to show up on that world stage and to show reveal you know they leave everything on the field <laughs> so my spirit guides are saying that it's a little bit like that when we show up in a human lifetime where we've got all of these different mixes of like being an artist of all these different colors all these different mixes of energies that we can grab from and and bring in and this conversation is actually quite useful i think for a lot of people watching this because they don't even know that they've got that grab bag if you like they don't know that they've got that palette of different colors uh, options um, which come from their soul some come from their human passions they've never considered that their soul might have quite specific passions you know and that has an agenda or wants to do something um, so th what they're saying is and what your question is you know how do we do it how do we bring it together how do we how do we bring it and step forward and move forward with it that my spirit guides are saying that um it's it is just about some people in personal development talk about and i know you know about this like actioning and don't they claudine they just go just start just act just create something exactly because put your first foot forward just um just move get get off base one you know and just start yeah. Because because then it's a bit like um, on a sailing boat, you just tack to get to where you're going. You just correct off, but the but the momentum, the forward motion, is important. And and my spirit guides are saying that's what it's like when somebody is getting a little bit older. Like for example, my soul mission kicked in. I think when I was about uh, about well, eighteen. <laughs> Wow. really early yeah but then i corrected off when i was about 40 like huge different change of energy i started to chat to my spirit guides and went full time in energy healing and being a professional psychic so did you know at, at 18 what your sole purpose was no i didn't um but you know what i was doing i was actioning and i was what they call falling forward, not failing forward. You know, I was just moving right. forward. I was really driven, first of all, to learn to meditate at 18. Like I wanted to dive into the inner worlds. I had not connected with the worlds of spirit until I was about 40. Right. And um, is it 40 or 30? No, I'm sorry, uh, 30, not 40, 30, when I was 30. So I connected with the worlds of spirit around about when I was 30 years of age. And um, at 18, I was already jumping into deep spirituality and meditation practices and huge commitment, like really going deep into that. Yes, so you're on that path. On that path. And in a way, you could say that was an aspect of my sole purpose because I wanted to sort of blow open that connection to God, source. I wanted to really like 
rip it open so I can really have that highway to God source. That was that was pretty well much the truth at the age of 18, which is so wow. interesting. I know. <clears throat> but the whole going into service, I was already uh, giving spiritual discourses at the age of about 20, 21. Um, but at the age of 30, I completely changed and went to an, into a whole different sort of design, which was chatting directly with the worlds of spirit and doing energy healing and um, offering the support of the worlds of spirit to to individuals, my clients. Right. So, you know, so which was a completely different way. So you think that, that was your soul directing you which way to go? Yeah. In fact, an interesting little story is that uh, I had a car accident, which I, at the age of, right at that juncture point before I went full-time, I had a little car accident. It was big, $15,000 worth of wow. damage to my car. But I jumped out of that car with just a couple of tiny little bruises on my knees and quite shaken up. Nice. And, yeah, but my spirit guides that night told me that my soul was really bored. And they said, stop trying to kill yourself because your soul is bored. Did I know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> that was a wake-up call. <laughs> that was such a wake-up call. That was like new information for me. I didn't know. And they said, you've got to, because I'd started the journey of starting to catch my spirit guides then. Uh, this was at around about the age of 30. And the next day I decided to go full-time. I left my wage, my wages from my full-time employment and I just started to go full time into spiritual healing and being an intuitive, um, which was a, which is a big big decision. But you know, if if your soul's trying to, if something's trying to kill you because your soul is bored, you have to make that decision. <laughs> you have to take notice, I think, and yeah. that's the signs. You think they send us signs like that throughout our life? But not only they, the spirit guides, your soul sends you signs, right? There's this thing, there is this thing about, um, which is a great little, a great thing to chat about, because there is this thing that the soul gives you little indicators, and if you ignore them, <laughs> then the Mack trucks, the Mack truck level kind of signs start showing up. They get louder like, and louder. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any, where, you, where you're thinking that your soul is trying to give you a bit of direction or, or trying um, to help you change direction? Yeah, I think there's been times where I haven't been fulfilled in a job. So, uh, and I've kept plotting away at it year after year. And then you just sort of have a realization one day that this this just isn't good. This isn't good for my soul. You can feel it. Um, Tell me what sort of things were you feeling? I think just unfulfilled and that there's more out there. There has to be more out there for me. You just know that, but then again, it's taking those actions and stepping out of your norm and of your safety net and making those changes because otherwise you just, it gnaws away at you inside. And taking those steps, Claudine, because you had just heard the story where I just took that step, right? Somehow I right. decided I had to leave my job. <clears throat> um, but for you, because you've done it too, when you when you take that step, it right in the middle of taking that step, how does it feel? Um, it's sort 
sort of like a weight's lifting off your off your shoulders as as well as there's a little bit of fear there as well but there's excitement and it's um it's the only way you know you just you have to do it isn't that interesting see what you're describing is dropping into a bigger you know it's like a current um <clears throat> which can sweep you in a direction that is a better fit but it's like you're clinging onto the banks and but the river's flowing really strongly and you're clinging onto the bank exactly and you're, and you're kind of getting hit by all these logs and and it's feeling uncomfortable exactly. and the yeah. best thing to do is to let go right <laughs> right it's the unknown but it's also turning back um there's you don't want to go back to what you had so you must just keep going forward and be brave and just just quickly let's just zooming in on the feeling that it's uncomfortable right i mean people can can stay in a situation that's uncomfortable this is a huge topic that a lot of people ask about that they stay in an uncomfortable situation even if it's a marriage you know if it's a or if it's in a really boring job um some people stay in a boring job because they are creating income for their family and that feels really good it actually feels good for them because they're happy that they're earning income that's really good some people are in a job where they just it's just not working from that soul level and so that pressure builds up and the in the the subtle intuitions build up hey yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's some of us may not have that inner knowing. Um, so we do. We just plot along and stay, and we might be content at doing that. Um, and then some of us have that deep inner knowing that just it's unrelentless, and eventually it reaches a, a stage where you just have to action and um, and step into your soul purpose. Yeah, that's it. Can you? So talk a little bit about or uh, reference a little bit about that the next step doesn't necessarily mean like I did that somebody goes full-time into spiritual healing or spiritual service not necessarily it could be like we were yeah. talking about earlier like like just bringing in that bundle and the jumble of all the different passions whether it's from the human passion and the soul passion and even just to start in that direction rather than a completely wrong direction <laughs> just to start in something yes. that fulfills you just the very first sliver of a little crack um yeah. entering into something where there's an element of the next job if you like touches a part of you that works that's a bit of a fit because you can then correct off yeah because i can totally relate to sometimes jumping off the deep end where it's too far of a stretch i've stretched myself too far um and where i've been disappointed and i've thought well why you know i've i've been brave i've made that that step and it's been the totally wrong direction for me but it's because i've stretched too far out out of my comfort zone so i think you have to do baby steps and it could be starting off with maybe reducing your hours in your daytime job and um, getting a smaller, a part-time job in the area that you're wanting to dabble in. Or it could be starting a hobby or networking with people, going along to meetings in the area that you're 
you're wanting to move in without leaving, just not taking too big a leap? Like there was a, there was a time where I was really interested in you and I've talked about doing this together. I've been thinking about it actually, <laughs> that we want to go bushwalking. We want to go yes. trekking, right? I'm and a trekking. few years ago, yes. I was I was thinking to myself, I've got to really bring this into my life because it's just such a joy being in nature, right? And so oh, I was looking at meetups and I was looking at local meetups where they talk about huge treks that they've taken to Nepal or, the, or just local treks and they get together and they talk about it. So I was thinking, I'm going to go along. I actually never did in the end. But... <laughs> But for a whole year, I was getting the meetup notifications, and it was just yes. sort of a, a twenty-minute drive away, you know, to go and get there, to go to this, these meetings, which I never did in the end. But it was just the beginning of me putting my focus on it, right? And now I've got um, right. some face Facebook groups that I belong to, so I'm in their feed, and I'm getting nourished and nurtured by their visions of where they yeah. go, and you know. So that's just an example, isn't it? Where you just start putting your attention into yes. there and and go along and hang out with people who are doing what you're thinking you'd yeah, love and to just, start. Just get get some inspiration and and just yeah getting in that vibe of um, whatever it is that you want to do. And My spirit, yeah, just building momentum. Building momentum. That is it. Right there, freeze frame, building momentum. Uh, that momentum connects so deeply in your spirit and in your soul that your soul just busts out of its hiding place and it starts it starts running towards the light or towards you know that passion so it's, it does. it's about cracking it open and giving it a taste give it feeding it yes I, I totally totally agree you know i was you and i have been talking a little bit about people stuck in in jobs or something that are completely boring and you're talking about just taking small steps and just beginning and we're talking about feeding the soul, nourishing the soul with something that, like some incredible um, hobby maybe, or something that comes in even from childhood. Like what did you love doing in childhood? You know, did you love to draw or did you love making clothes or who knows what, or painting yeah. or singing yeah, or, or writing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. something that that child, was just naturally drawn to it's that's a, such a huge thing but um but what I was going to say was from that stuck position to start nourishing the soul and giving the soul a little lifeline a little um one of, one of those life boys you know giving it something to hold on to and nourishing it and nourishing it and nourishing it now I just want to flick quickly to soul purpose because it's just a, a little bit of a slightly nuanced deeper look into that and what we were talking about just before also was that um, it is a bit like oil and water. Where there's, there's the human with all its passions and then there's the soul with its, you know, can you believe it? It's actually got individual and unique passions quite separate to the human, which is new information for a lot of people, by the way. It, that so is. It's amazing. It is completely. And we talked about in our first podcast doing lots of journaling and writing and how that's a way to sort of blow open your mind and let your mind come out on paper and where you start getting hints even from your own self as you're writing of what you're yearning for what you most love you know even in a gratitude list list of gratitudes you start noticing what you most love <laughs> and and in the writing of that and journaling of it 
oh my god your soul can start to speak through the journaling and you start having these light bulbs of why aren't i giving myself this thing a little bit more or whatever it is that you you're noticing that you particularly love you know got, got a particular passion for that's one thing about letting your soul trickle through into this physical lifetime to give it a bit of a voice by writing you could you know some people what you could do is a little bit of an, a, a bit of a tip here in that journal that sort of a framework of journaling you could write at the top of a page um this is my soul speaking <laughs> you could write that i like that <laughs> this is my soul speaking and then i like and or i love and then see what you know, flows through what flows through and just um let it it's like, and you can even pretend you're a two-year-old. I quite often say this, just pretend you're a two-year-old where you don't know what's going to, what it wants to write and just in innocence, just start writing. This is my soul speaking and it wants to write some things. And that's an incredibly beautiful moment of going, okay, I just want, see, some people don't understand that, that it's actually quite a simple process to suspend your logic and to let different parts of you, different aspects of you have a voice and get them to talk on paper, get them to prompt you what they want to say, you know. Yeah, I love what you said, um, suspend logic, because our logic really does get in the way of some of our, well, our sole purpose. It so does. It's so trained. It's so tight. It's so in control. It's so wanting um, not to step out, as you said, past your... Um, out of safety the norm. zone yeah, yeah. it's Absolutely. like afraid and so the logic just goes no if i did that that would happen if no if i did that that would happen so it just stops and keeps you stuck and so these this whole process that you and i talked about last time the um the the journaling and writing yes <clears throat> is a fantastic way no one's going to read it it's just for you it's a fantastic way to let go of that kind of critical adult logical mind that just goes no 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 <laughs> and go hey i'm gonna put you up on a shelf go away and i'm just gonna play i'm going to be a two-year-old and i'm gonna have fun so what happens then is bigger parts of you the logic's just 10 percent right of your mind huge big parts of you can start to talk on paper okay, yeah so really really important yeah because we don't tap into the rest of you know to our full potential i don't think mm. so it's, it's one tool it's just one little thing about the sole purpose <clears throat> and what we're trying to do here is find a way because as i was saying you know there's the human you and then there's the soul people don't realize that it's actually quite separate and i'm saying that because i had that experience of having that car accident and it's like Stop trying to kill yourself because your soul's bought. Did I know that? No, I didn't. So, <clears throat> so the soul's got an agenda. It's knocking on the door and it's saying, "Yeah, when I come in, I want to, I want to play in this lifetime. I, I want to, um, I want to have a few things happen in this lifetime." And, and I think, I think you, I think I don't know if it was you, but, <clears throat> or someone made a comment that. Um, 
are they quite simple things, you know, in terms of what the soul's purpose is? Are they simple? Are they just being happy or just serving someone in front of you that day, each day, or just feeling love? Are they quite simple things like that? And this is, so I guess this is a key moment in this whole conversation is soul purpose. What What is it? And uh, how can you have that happening in your life? And, and I do want to say that um, that is true, that simple right. things, like you, you know, you were teaching us about journaling last time, like simple things of looking at a flower and feeling this explosion of appreciation for that flower and that gratitude for that flower, that feeds the soul. Right. Because the okay. soul, snuggling up to someone that you love, child, parent, partner, <clears throat> you know, having a moment of love with someone, having a moment of love with your pet. And all of this is pointing to something, which is that the soul loves love. And, it, yeah, it comes back to love, doesn't it? Nature's beauty, being out in nature, feeds the soul. Being with people that you love feeds the soul. Um, expressing your soul on paper, whether it's writing or painting, or standing up and expressing, the soul gets fed doing that, um, especially if it's if you're helping people in that way. So... These just really quickly. That's that's ways that the soul purpose can happen, and um, I just want to quickly say too, as your soul purpose can happen by turning around on the inside of your mind and asking your spirit guides to guide your life, um, because everybody's got spirit guides, and they can, if you're if they're invited to, they can come in and start giving you impressions and feelings and knowings about whether to go left or right. So you're inviting them to start nudging you and they will. So that partnership is quite important for soul fulfillment. Did you want to yeah, say anything? So, about um, so I guess it's building up like um, a trust and a relationship with our spirit guides to guide us um, for our soul purpose. And it's inviting them in to give us guidance because is that right that they they aren't just going to jump in unless we invite them? They, you know, great question because I've been chatting with them for many decades. And one of the reasons I'm even pausing on that is because the appropriateness of how a spirit guide supports you is a big question with them because they have to honour your free will and they, like the big all-powerful genie, they will stand back until you turn around and ask them for help. A lot of people are asking questions about finances and, <clears throat> um, you know, how can I make it that work in my life? And I was thinking in my mind, this, this particular chat isn't about that, but ask your spirit guides because, and one of the reasons is because they can tweak things. They can tweak your life. And so yeah. spirit guides kind of do stand back until you ask them. Um, but if you regularly ask them and if you regularly make it a decisive part of your everyday, you know, every day could be journaling, but also every day could be spending two minutes turning around in your mind and saying to your spirit guide, um, can you help me with this day so that somewhere in this day I have a huge joy so that feeds my soul? And that could just be a start of just the way that you instruct your spirit guides like a genie. <laughs> you could instruct them. They love yeah. it. I really love it. So 
and then and it gives them permission to to guide and it gives them permission to really gently and I laugh because I chat so much to them that how gentle can they be when they nudge you know like should it, should it be like really strong so that you notice it or should it be really gentle so you don't notice that it's them and that you think it's you <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point I know <laughs> and I guess it can it, it can the signs that we can get um can be just we might think it's a coincidence or something that we don't really we're not sure it could be a billboard or a book or someone an opportunity that come that comes to us and um we don't always realize that that's them yeah i just want to say we are so loved by them you know that that i had moments um before i started talking to my spirit guides where i was walking into bookshops they were really popular then and a book winked at me from a from a shelf and it was how to talk to your spirit guide book <laughs> It was like, Amazing. well, that started the next 30 years of my life. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, what a moment just to be in a bookstore. Book and I think that happens a lot. That nudge, what you were just saying, that nudge, walk into this bookstore, stand there and notice where you want to go in the bookstore, <laughs> head towards that bookshelf, stand in front of the bookshelf, <laughs> notice which book's winking at you. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah gosh. well it's it's definitely a sign that um that, and we're guided we're guided but we just have that inner knowing you know I, I honestly think that most humans feel their inner knowing and feel most people feel a subtle guidance and don't stop to think about it but they just feel the guidance which cafe shall I go to today? I'll go to that one rather than that one, you know. Um, and there's someone sitting there and they ended up end up chatting and your life can change. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, every day it's like, shall I go left, shall I go right outside my front gate, you know, <laughs> which way shall I go? Yeah, and that all comes because so, we think, well, how, how do we know to make that decision? Well, that's our inner knowing. Yep. So our spirit guides are so available. They're right there. They are tweaking a little bit, you know. It is such a juicy, juicy topic from my point of view because I've dug in deep, drilled in so much to these topics over the few decades and chatted with my spirit guidance. Uh, so I just want to say um, that just start following a passion. Just jump. You and I, Claudine, we've been talking about jumping. Yes. <laughs> Just start. Just start. Make a move. Just start connecting with people who already are deep in some passion that you're wanting to to, to evolve in yourself and to grow yeah. in yourself and start moving towards it slowly, slowly, gently, gently, and and just notice what kind of response is in you. And then at some point, your native talent and your native passion, deep, very deep in you, will start to take over, where it knows it needs to just <clears throat> force the issue a little bit, um, make it your thing, it'll just, you know, and fulfillment. I do want to say from a practical point of view, because <clears throat> both Claudine and I, um, we run businesses and have run businesses. Claudine has run a business. And 
we're very pragmatic feet on the ground it's like so because some people will be w watching this and going yeah but what about the dollars what about uh ensuring that uh, your rent can get paid and your bills can get paid and it's so important to i believe to be pragmatic um, and there's many people in spirituality who go <clears throat> i did actually i just jumped <laughs> and i and i uh jumped in the deep end and i learned as i as i went um, now many decades later i know that there's a learning curve with how to structure and systematize um, whatever it is that you do if you want to go full-time we're living in a real world and you need to ensure that you've got income coming in whether it's a part-time your passion is part-time and you've got some kind of income from somewhere it needs to be part of the package um, so that you're not frozen in fear so that you don't come to a halt and feel stuck again and yes you you might be living your passion but you're stuck because tension and stress and anxiety in you so that doesn't work either it's that's a it good point isn't it claudine it's yeah. really important to to walk forward with self-respect with honoring yourself making sure you don't go into high stress and anxiety and and looking after yourself what would you say about that absolutely i think it's being realistic and strategic um and putting together a plan and never giving up sometimes uh our sole purpose doesn't come to us until later in life but just to keep pursuing it and just to never settle never give up and what would you say about the plan creating a plan <clears throat> where if someone is wanting to a lot of healers wanting to create businesses and are in the middle of creating a business i think what my point here is that what i've learned a lot of education around business systems accounting systems marketing systems um absolutely being commercial with the way that you're um what i mean by commercial meaning that so it makes sense to people what you're offering makes sense to them so that they know what it is that you're offering so it makes sense to them and it helps them um, see the value of what you're offering. This exactly. Tra translation, right? You've got to really be good at translating or not so much good at it, but make effort into learning how to translate what you do so that the people who want what you give and what you have see the value of it. Yeah, I think definitely uh, learning your craft really well just keeping your knowledge up doing as many online there's a lot of online courses out there um and you're wanting to i guess in the end um look at solve a pain point for someone with whatever you're doing and um but learning is key as much knowledge as you can around your business model so just what you know we're <clears throat> coming to the end of this chat and we're talking about sole purpose but we're also talking about this pragmatic part of it, which is adding the real world elements of the money flow, being able to pay your bills. It's a real world element. Yes. Because we're, a, we're a, a human, having a human experience. So we still need to have the balance between our spiritual and our human experience. 
And my story is, is that I threw myself into learning. I really did. I, I also made sure that people understood the value that I was giving. Yes. <clears throat> I wasn't shy about that. Um, and that's really important that I can actually speak it and write it and say it nice and clearly. But also be dedicated to learning, learning how to show up in a way that makes sense to the people who are looking for you and 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 have all your um, financial systems in place. It doesn't have to be complicated. It, and there's so much free software available online uh, that your sole purpose can be sitting nestled and snuggled in a nest of um, systems that are easy to put in place, that are free. Exactly. And, but it's important that you do the education, you jump on the YouTube videos, the training videos, the uh, you Google anything you need and oh, just start yes. learning. And it's... Love so Google. <laughs> and so it's because if you want to show up in in this world, I'm not, I'm not talking to, to the business people here. I'm talking to the, the angels who love, love to heal, love to give. So I'm saying to you, learn the structures. It's part of your dedication. It's part of your commitment because then, then you can show up, then you can serve effectively without anxiety. I love that. And just remaining open to learning. Um, and um, know our sole purpose is within us. It feels good, Claudine, doesn't it? Like if you know what your sole purpose is, I think it feels really good when you get pragmatic about it. And It does. You know, and actually get yeah. real world pragmatic because you do want to put it into the world. You don't want to just hold it onto yourself in a way. I mean, I talk about just being in your lounge room and feeling love, and I do talk about that. <laughs> sitting in your lounge chair and sending love. And and I do a lot of events where we go into the worlds of spirit and the worlds of spirit partner with us and we send incredibly powerful light and healing energy out. I'm talking to those of you who might be watching this who actually do want to um, present yourselves in a real-world way and ensure that you're looked after financially so that you, you feel happy that you are giving your love, your light, your joy to humanity and serving humanity in an effective way. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> but Fantastic. it's all about soul purpose. It. It's about soul purpose and doing it effectively. So we've come right round to how do we how do we land this? How do we ground this? We yeah. have. We've we've tied it all up and <laughs> um and yeah, I think just just Can, just actioning. You and I are talking about this right now because it's important. Because everybody watching this, every single person, has a sole purpose. And and you and I are talking about making it real and supporting everybody watching this to move your sole purpose, if you want to, into some kind of a real system or some in some way to to bring it out to serve humanity claudine what are some ideas that you've got of styles of service that would support people living a sole purpose 
Um, I think anything in the online world because we can do it remotely. So whether that's blogging, creating digital products, um, like we're doing podcasts, YouTube, um, anything that you find that, that you're passionate about can usually be turned into a business. I think it's just um, it's the world we live, live in. It's sharing knowledge with others. And sharing your soul light, right? Exactly. I think we can leave it there, you know, because you've actually just like the basketball slam dunk. The digital space, a lot of it's free. You can get millions of people seeing you, hearing you, sharing your light. Your soul is happy because it's light is being seen and shared. Your knowledge, your bright love and light is being shared. The soul wants to share its light. That's one of its Exactly. Key, yeah, key and we've all got all got a message to share and we all deliver it uniquely. Uniquely. That's it. In case anybody thinks, oh no, everybody's doing this. So I just want to say no. Your whoever's watching this, your light's unique. And we're talking about free online ways for your soul light to be shared so that your soul is happy that it's contributing. Love it. <laughs> Love it, Alicia.